0: Is back. Welcome to the Star Wars Collector's Archive Podcast, hosted by Sky Payne, Fudd, and Steven B. Danley. It's a Palooza as we tackle the B-Wing pilot in all of his chin-strapped, visored glory. Photo art, coin art, defining wood patterns, Macquarie images, bootleg knockoffs, underoos, and Sky discovers a swear word hidden deep within a vintage Kenner Star Wars commercial all this and somehow more on the 111th KyveCast. It's the return
1: of the B-Wing pilot. Wampa Wampa. Welcome to KyveCast 111. <laughs> now the number
0: 111 is kind of causing me nightmares, Steve. That's, the, that's what we call like the first semester of French. And I, I'm currently sitting on like 45 final exams plus chapter four <laughs> exams that I have to grade that have all been submitted to online drop boxes, and scanned oh. and I have to figure out how to grade them and within a week, but, Steve, do you know what I'm going to do instead of grading 111? I'm, I'm going to be editing 111. So yeah, that's what yeah. I'm excited for.
1: Oh, I don't know if excited is the, the right word you should use. <laughs> but, you know, Steve,
0: this is, um, I, you know, so it's, it's, we've been doing this for 110 episodes now. We've had a couple, you know, we had our 100th episode, made a big deal out of that. Uh, you know, we had our, uh, our 10-year anniversary, made a big deal out of that. But this, I think, is really important because it's the first real time that we are returning to a character, Steve. Who is the character of the month?
1: Well, I I was going to say, you know, we're we're going from the most interesting and the most important new character in Return of the Jedi with the Emperor to inarguably the absolutely least interesting and least important character. (laughs) And that's the good old B-Wing pilot.
0: (laughs) Yes, we're going going back to where it all began with the B-Wing pilot. But Steve, this is the thing. Uh, I went back and I did something that I never do. Oh, I re-listened no. to an old episode. <laughs> the pilot episode? Yes. <laughs> I, I re-listened to the pilot, the B-Wing pilot episode. Oh, no. um, And my favorite, probably my favorite line in the history of the Kivecast is the following line, <laughs> where I introduce my interview with with you, and I say, I'm going to be interviewing this week's co-host. <laughs> Now of all the things that are great, no, my co-host for the week, Stephen B. Danley. That's how I say it. First, obviously, you're the co-host for forever. Second of all, it was never supposed to be a weekly show. Um, I didn't have another co-host set up. It was just a complete and total mess and uh it, it was it was a pretty good interview um you know we, we teased you a lot for liking a character that's kind of lame yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah we talked about your nostalgia all throughout the episode steve like i'm making fun of boba fett there's a whole bunch of things that i would continue to do for a long time <laughs> uh, i feel like we, we desperately need to do another uh, mandalorian wrap-up
1: yeah i figured maybe maybe now that the season's ending we can do another winners and losers
0: yeah, it's it's Thursday, so the, the the new episode, you know, when we're recording this, is about to come out. Yeah. So we have yet to see that. Of course, the Jedi who hears Grogu's call is, in fact, the B wing pilot all time, <laughs> deep sleeper cell order sixty six. The whole thing. He was there in uniform. He just made his way through.
1: Yes. Yes. I, I have hope. You know.
0: So you know, I think I think we should. You know, I think we should do that. Um, I think there's another thing that we should that we should probably talk about at some point. Someone who was uh, going to be one of the rotating co-hosts before you uh, before you just took over the job forever before you wally pipped it. Uh, good good friend of the show, Tommy Garvey, and, and his situation of yeah, of yes. uh, of being robbed. I'm sort of I don't mean to be weird, but I'd like to see how that situation resolves itself more. I don't think we can do anything to help him get his stuff back through the podcast. Although, if you live in Florida, don't buy anything, because it was stolen from Tommy. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I am interested in sort of hearing that on the other side, so I don't think we're going to get too into that at this point. Yeah. Steve, do, do you know what I want this episode to be all about?
1: <laughs> I I mean, I don't know. There, there's a I, lot of ways it could go.
0: <laughs> you don't want to say, it. I want this to be all about my co-host for the week, Stephen B. Danley. <laughs> I want this to be the absolute steve because uh. this is this is the thing, Steve. What does everyone say about 2020?
1: Well, it's been oh. it's been a rough one.
0: <laughs> oh, it's the worst year ever. Worst. <laughs> Let me tell you. You want to know how much Stephen B. Danley is wearing sunglasses and folding his arms at you? <laughs> this is how much he's doing that. This is Steve's 2020. <laughs> First kid born. Or was yep. that late na- late 2019? Or was that 2020? No, no. Yeah, Fe- February 2020. Okay. First kid born. Yep. Hot new job. Yep. Achieved. The thing that matters second most to him in the whole world is his basketball team wins a championship. thing that means the most to him in the whole world, the Dodgers win a championship.
1: Yeah, it's And
0: hard. he gets to close out the year on his favorite figure on the podcast that he has been running for the last 10 years. This has been the year of Stephen B. Danley, and in true Stephen B. Danley fashion. The best year for you is the worst year for everybody else.
1: Yeah, no, it it is. It's been a B wing pilot of a year. That's that's
0: right. Sure. It's 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 just it's un. Like I was thinking about that. I was like, because I mean, I actually feel the same way. Like I, you know, my daughter lives with me full time now, which is awesome. I'm just so still so happy in love with my wife. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and I I love the you know Corona means I don't have to drive. I don't have to commute. You know, like. Uh, you know, it's it's actually hasn't been that bad of a year for me either, but it hasn't been quite the bumper year as it has been for Stephen B Danley. <laughs> yeah, but I I will also say that when thinking about this character, because I'm talking a lot now because Steve did all the show notes, i would never seen him so excited. Uh, <laughs> he's just giggity giggling everywhere. He just sent me all these all these pictures, so I'm just going to talk a little bit up at the front, and I'm going to put forth a kind of controversial opinion, Steve.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you are the number one focus collector in the world.
1: Oh jeez. And no, I'm going to tell you no. why. <laughs>
0: nobody nobody incarnates the character that they collect better <laughs> than you. Okay? I've thought about this a lot, okay? I mean, you know, if, if we if we take, you know, uh, if we take some other great focus collectors, right? Like Bill Cable, right?
1: You know, yeah, he's
0: an amazing collector. He has a better collection than yours, ten times the collection of yours. Been doing it longer, all that. Hooray for him, right? But he's not really a fussy polyglot, right? Like, maybe (laughs) if I were the greatest C-3PO collector in the world, I'm kind of a fussy professor polyglot. But if I was also gay, which I'm not, it might make sense. You know, like, (laughs) and have my character. And, like, Bill McBride as Vader. I mean, yeah, you know, he's a big guy and he's kind of imposing, but he's not a genocidal maniac. He's, you know, he's pretty soft-spoken. Um, you know, if you know, well, you,
1: you lost all all your long hair and, and all that. You got a lot less scruffy, so the, that I, I lost all my
0: long thing. hair, and I'm not really defined by my sort of like anger or by my. You know, I'm not like, you know, like like a real the Chewbacca collector has to have the long hair, has to be like not just like kind of tall, but like whoa, that dude's tall, right? right. And like. <laughs> You know what I mean, like, 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 I, you know, sure, like you
1: were, you're on that, you're on that evolutionary path, though, for for the first many years that I knew you.
0: <laughs> right, I, I was sort of becoming like that, but you know, and and that's the thing, and a lot of other great focus collectors, you know, they sort of sell out, and I mean, I think there are other collectors who who do a very good job of of being like the character they collect. I think I think Bruce White is very Princess Leia ish and is sort of attitude and his you know like that that that's a a really good overlap there but steve you absolutely win um you you have an unwavering singular dedication to your character um you don't even have everything which is just perfect because like (laughs) the b-wing pilot this unassuming figure which is actually really cool right like that's the thing it's like you can laugh at it but it's actually really cool you know, it's not it's not Lobot where it's like, oh, it's funny, but it's not actually really cool. It's like it's a pilot figure. It's actually cool. It does something. It flies a ship. It's it's part of the rebellion. It's part of yeah, this cool thing.
1: Right, right. You
0: know, it's 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 quiet, but also a little bit flashy. It's surprisingly deep <laughs> and interesting of a character to follow. So I'm I'm gonna put that forth wow. uh, as as part of the Steve Palooza closing out twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> the 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 year of the Brahi, uh that 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 and also, like, you sew in, like, because there have been other people who have, like, collected small figures, you know, smaller line figures, but right. you, they might, like, upgrade. You know, like, Matthias is is great as a as a Sherpa character, but, I mean, the dude has, like, a, a Luke Skywalker focus that's better than my Chewbacca focus. So it's like, <laughs> you can't really, like, you can't, like, grow out that much,
1: you know? So, yeah, yeah. It's funny, you know, thinking about the whole focus thing, too. I was thinking about this. It's come up many times, like where you have with Chewbacca, you have something that's it's very easily communicated, right? It's it's accessible to, to just about anyone. Yeah. But anytime I've tried to explain like people, when someone asks or when they ask Tesla, you know, like, what is that? What is Steve into? Like, what kind of Star Wars stuff does she, you know, what does he collect? And it is just like this horrible explanation followed by, OK, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't make any sense to to just about anyone else i think that that's something that's also pretty satisfying is that people that you know we know and people that are in the you know the the collecting community or whatever it, it means something to them but once you step outside of that it loses any context whatsoever <laughs> which is i don't know there's something that i i find kind of satisfying about that too in a and, weird and way.
0: i i would argue that that Obviously, you're describing yourself as well, uh, as 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 a person that's surprisingly cool, but you sort of have to know it, and yeah. So, so I, and also just as far as like the immediate association in the vintage hobby, you know, like I just can't. I mean, okay, all right, sure. If you say Vader, you say Bill instantly, right? Yeah. But there's like a bunch of other people who collect Vader. And like, nah, nah, but like, and I, there are other people who collect B-Wing Pilot and Steve, to your credit, you tried really hard to get them on the show. You told <laughs> yeah. me, you gave me their names. You said Sky, there's uh, Joe Elegant, there's Dave Longwater, there's Lane, uh, Ian Sanderson, we should get them on. I said, no, I <laughs> want this just to be Steve. Just give you the time as this week's co-host, Steve. <laughs> right. Next week,
1: yeah. We're just rebooting <laughs> the whole podcast right now. This is, this yeah. Is <laughs> where it starts yeah Yeah. no that's I, i yeah it's it's fun i mean i i think about it in a lot of ways it's like collecting that character i don't when i look at the collection which i don't get to do very much anymore unfortunately but um i just see it it basically just when i see something it just represents someone i've made friends with or i just think of the people like where where things come from and um, right. I, have, I have to get that out there because when I look at it, the bulk of it comes from just a handful of, of people that have become really close friends. I mean, Brock is kind of like the the mentor and the conduit. He's the one that kind of helped me get it going and, and found a lot of things for me. And then, like the two the D stuff, that the bulk of that uh, is from Derek Ho, who you know. I mean, it's it's not an easy thing. You know, Derek doesn't just let things go. So the fact that you know. That that came from him means a lot, um, and then, you know, the coin stuff uh, from Gus and some some other things. So I, I just I don't know. I, I really it's a positive, a really really positive association for me.
0: Um, and and again, I, I would say that that. Keeping on the Steve Steve and thing that makes sense because that's how you see the hobby and that's part of the reason why you like you know like you're not aggressive with people you don't hound them you don't say oh my god I need this you don't say that's mine already you don't just know it like you just sort of hang back and everything comes to you just like your awesome job and your cool wife and your great kid and your amazing life and, and Mookie goddamn bets you just sit back and you're just like. Oh me, I'm just Steve. I don't know what's going on. You're like you're like Darth Jar Jar in the back, like oh you you know like you just yeah e- everything uh, yeah. So it's I'm lucky. Yeah. So I I wanted to kind of start it off with uh, with that. And if if you're just a new listener and you don't know who Steve is, you don't know who I am. Uh, listen to some old episodes because uh, it's it's a pretty fun show. And a part of the fun dynamic is that uh, that you know like. The 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 thing that I really want the most in this show is to make sure that people always like you more than they like me, and I've been doing a great job of that for ten years, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it up.
1: uh you you've made progress, man. Come on, give yourself some... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I, all right. So, yeah, so let's I'm actually so-
0: talk about the Boeing pilot. Let's the uh, Boeing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the. Well, okay. This this is the first thing, Steve. Yes. How is it a B? Okay.
1: This there, has there's... bothered
0: me ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. How is the upside down cross? How is the T wing a B
1: wing? It that's the thing that there is a logical explanation in the sense that it's it's not logical in the way that we're used to to wings in Star Wars. I mean, they had it pretty straightforward with x and y wing and even the a wing a little bit it makes sense um but it, this this kind of gets right into the the kind of the crux of the whole behind the scenes thing is that um you know they they had going into production they just labeled the two new ships the a fighter and the b fighter just kind of arbitrarily and um that's that's basically where the b are came you from. serious yeah i'm serious it was a and b um and uh so you know, Joe Johnston was kind of responsible for designing it, and it, it started off not looking nothing like a bee at all. It was just this kind of flat, wide, horizontal, I guess, blade, maybe. I know they've used that, I think, like retroactively they've used blade as a, as a bee thing, but it's, it had a pilot on one side, and then way on the other side, it had a gunner, so they were completely <laughs> separated on this stick basically <laughs> it was called the rebel alien fighter that's all it was labeled as um which it, it's silly but it it's it's star wars silly i guess and then and it progressed it became the kind of thing that we know it is now but um <laughs> yeah it's it's just funny that there's a couple yeah so there's the a and b fighter thing but there's also the guy who really brought it to life in the model shop it was this guy named uh bill george and he was an ILM model maker and uh I guess he really he really put a lot of work into it and really loved it and there was references to him getting the name the nickname or the Bill Wing fighters because he had so much to do with it. So I kinda like the Bill Wing as as my favorite explanation. Um and now, it's cool. Now this
0: this guy is I'll show a picture on the on the enhanced yeah, version. Yeah. This guy is peak California nineteen eighty two. Yes, absolutely. He has got a blonde mullet, a red mustache like a t like a a polo shirt that's too tight to show off his tanned guns,
1: yes
0: he is just like. A cross between like Larry Bird, Ron Swanson, <laughs>
1: yeah, wow. So have yeah. you have you
0: met him, Steve? Have you talked to him?
1: No, man, that would be awesome. I. I what's cool is he's still he's still building models for ILM. I, he's still employed by them, and uh, I think I, I sent you a picture of him in, in his kind of current day. He's just as cool. Like if you if you walk, he's like the California cool guy of today. Like if you saw right. his picture now, um, he seems like a, a pretty down to earth, nice guy. I, I'd love to meet him someday. Um, but yeah, I, I like that story of of his name kind of being attached to it as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun. I mean, it, what, what's crazy though is like they they put all this work into it and in designing it, and and then it was supposed to be really badass in the movie as well. Um, there's this whole sequence, but you know the famous sequence where the A wings blow up the Star Destroyer, right? It right. was storyboarded with B wings doing it, huh. so. Uh, it's like I guess because of the way it's weirdly shaped, it just didn't really work with the blue screen, and it just it just wasn't working out. So they basically scrapped it from the movie. Um, but yeah, it was meant for for greater things. It still it never really lived up to its potential.
0: You know, we should at some point probably talk about uh, Disney doing whatever the hell it's doing with all these uh, Star Wars movies. Um, and there, <laughs> you know, the next movie that's coming out, Steve, is going to be about pilots. It's going to be you know, the, the rogue squadron. So yeah. there's going to be yeah. B Wings in there and there's probably gonna be a B Wing pilot who has a name and a personality and everything. Uh if if that if that if that doesn't kill the kill the saga worse than releasing solo eight and a half minutes after episode eight, I don't know what is. But uh Oh boy, that was a good movie. Oh, what's on yeah. Solothon now? Yeah. So yeah, that that, that could change. Although Steve, do you really want to watch a movie about a bunch of pilots? I just I find pilots so boring. I mean, no offense, <laughs> yeah. But just as well, far as characters go, just like I know all the beats, yeah. like the danger, the risk, and the fights. Just
1: right. You just start hearing the yeah. Kenny Loggins a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit. <laughs> okay, so then, so then um, the, the B yeah, wing I...
0: was—it's never supposed to be a B. See what's funny is I've known you for whatever fifteen years, and I've never asked you this question. I've never like this has kind of plagued me. I pro- my brothers and I must have talked about it, you know, back in nineteen eighty four or something when we looked at the toy, and then just never yeah. brought it up again. Right. I remember looking at it, thinking, "Is this supposed to be like a like a cursive B written?"
1: Right. That that was kind of my initial thought as a kid too, because um, I, I I think the first time I actually saw the designation B-Wing was. On the micro machines, because I, growing up, I, when you watch that movie on VHS and Paniscan, you're lucky to see a B-wing for more than a couple seconds, and that's it. You don't even really notice right. that they're there. And so I, I got the, the micro machine and saw a B-wing. I'm like, that doesn't really look like a B. I don't. No, <laughs> it do you, doesn't make any sense. I,
0: I um, think that it would have been a more popular toy and a more popular thing if they called it the T-wing. But because probably. like that, like yeah. the A-wing does look like an A. And the X looks like an X, and the Y looks like a Y. Like it would sort yeah. of fit and and be nice.
1: It would. It would. It would fit the logic, but it's just you know, it's the B side. It's the yeah. it's the leftovers. Um, yeah.
0: But I, I don't know. You're, you're supposed to be uh, driving driving the B wing today. I'm, I'm supposed to be in the in the in the oh, man in the gunner's spot on the other side Way on the other side that must be the worst part to be in because uh, you know, if the pilot gets shot you're just like well <laughs> you just pew, pew, you're pew and, <laughs> huff to pew to off <huff> into death <laughs> uh.
1: yeah no um I, I think i guess it might be worth noting you know the the figure itself i mean that that was you know obviously where it all started for me i didn't even know what a B-wing was growing up but I like that the sculpt was apparently, it was one of Bill Lemon's mm-hmm. sculpts, um, so it was done in Acetate, which we've talked about many times on the show, but it's that he was a, a contract sculptor, he wasn't a Kendra employee, and um, his style was, was pretty distinct, they're, they're pretty rigid-looking figures, so you have, you know, Leah, Hawk, Desk Commander, uh Commander, Rebel Commando, and then when I when I started thinking about it, it makes a lot of sense that he was the guy that did the B-Wing pilot, because the to me, the the demeanor and the facial expression is it's basically like if the rebel commando put on the the crazy red jumpsuit and, right. the, and the helmet. I mean, they're they're very similar. And and the the
0: acetate um, is a subtractive process as opposed to an additive process. So you know right. the wax you build on it and right. and you know when you when you think of a sculpture, you usually think of of Michelangelo talking about you know that he was freeing. Freeing the figures from the marble, right? Like that's the way that he envisioned it, and right. so that's what how Bill Lemon, right. Lemon did it. But in this case, instead of yeah. uh, you know David, uh, we, we have the the pilot, <laughs> Is that so. So it's not supposed. To, this, this is the thing: is that I've held however many of these figures in my hand. I've never really looked at the figure. I'm looking at it now. So that's yeah. not a that's not a headset. That's just a really strong black chin thing around his. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, so there's it's a good question, or the good thing you brought up the headset, cause that that comes in a little bit later with the the coin. Um, but I to me like he kind of looks like a a bizarre like Christmas elf cosmonaut looking guy. Like if someone just picked him up off the street, I don't think they would have any idea that he was a Star Wars no. character. I, I I really don't. Um, but yeah, it's it's strange that. Um, the helmet i don't know why as a, I I just i guess it's because what i had i just associated that as oh it's just their version of an x-wing helmet i didn't really even realize that it was i just thought it looked a little weird but um yeah so the. i don't know if you want to get into the the whole (laughs) headset thing with with the coin design um yet i this is kind of we're going gargan gargan uh, here Steve, (laughs) we
0: are only talking about the b-wing pilot you know, we, we have all our stupid, little, our, our stupid little, you know, structure and stuff and chapters, but they don't really matter. People do want <laughs> us to talk about the figure. They don't really care if we talk about an order. So you, you can talk about it however you yeah, want. We're just true. talking about the figure. If you want me to talk more about the figure, the other yeah. thing I didn't notice was just how prominent the collar is. And this just seems really impractical. Yeah. Just because like the collar's kind of open. And so I wonder if this isn't sort of a joke about this this Bill George character, because he's always wearing these polos and they're open. <laughs> and true. and it's uh yeah, it's it just seems weird. It seems like the why is why is he wearing this very prominent collar? Uh and yeah, he is <laughs> he is very rigid. He does seem very much like in the in a sort of robotic mode. I I think that it would be possible to look at this and think that he's a robot. Just to think that, because the I, flight yeah. suit it the looks like a, of some kind. a cybernetic, like chest plate.
1: Yes, yeah, it does. It way more than than I think any of the other pilot figures. It looks a little more complex. Um, yeah, it's funny. I think they they design the costume there's some pretty neat sketches of it and it just doesn't really translate as well when you put it on an actual human body or <laughs> or an action figure i guess um, but they call that thing the bib which i kind of thought was yeah funny. it's his bib not not his it is. plate it's, it's um, like he's
0: eating uh and the... it's like he's eating lobster at, at the at the wedding of uh, his co-host <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: Oh, man, I should have made some bibs with this pattern on there for, for Eleanor. Oh, okay, man, now right. now here's
0: an idea. Um, so I think for the next archive party, <laughs> not the virtual one, but the real one, which, by the way, apparently we have tickets to, to, to celebration, so that's interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might actually end up being the chair of my department by then, so I don't know if I'll be able to leave early. So that... That could be interesting. Uh, anyways, yeah. that's neither here nor there, but I think we could make some swag, some swag bibs. Um,
1: yeah, for some kind of eating contest. We're, yeah. we're into those, so. <laughs> um, yeah. It, I, I don't know. I, I, the figure, it's, I don't know. It, it To me, it. I like that the the bright red color too really does kind of make him stand out among the Jedi figures. It reminds me of the the earlier Star Wars really brightly colored figures. Yeah, that's a good figures. point. Um, yeah, cause, I guess him and him and the Royal Guard. Yeah, because Star yeah. Wars
0: figures had gotten so just earth color-y and green and brown. I mean, think yeah. about like prune face. Like like you compare prune face <laughs> to hammerhead, right? And, right and really, it yeah. sort of goes along with some of you know some of Ron's theories that he's talked about on the show about how how the the marketing just got the packaging just got more and more bland, you know, like the the sort mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. the non Kenner licensees going to that just silver all the time as opposed to black and interesting
1: colors. And we could talk about the marketing of the ship and and the figure together. Um, so I think everyone's probably familiar with the famous painting or it started with Rolf McQuarrie's painting of the B-Wings flying away from the Star Destroyer blowing up and then they translated that into this composite image that was done by I think ILM artists but that's used on so many different weird Return of the Jedi merchandise Um, but I it just you just realize that even though this barely shows up on screen they still marketed the hell out of it because why not they used it in publicity they used it uh i think even the toy companies they would use it on on some posters and catalogs um it's an it's an image that's not from the movie at all it's completely just created for for marketing um and it, it's i think the only thing i have in my collection that that has that image on it funnily enough is this birthday card from from the uk and it just says hope your birthday's a blast <laughs> and i i don't know there's something that 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 speaks to me with with that, and I'm I, I probably don't need much much else with that image. I think that's probably my favorite item that has it on there. Uh, okay, so that yeah. so
0: we're, we're trying to think of different things that highlight the b Wing Pilot. There's of course the b Wing Pilot commercial. Yes, uh, right. Which I was gonna have us do a a uh <laughs> like a, a a commercial theater, but I'm not going to. But I will say uh, I will play it. I'll I'll insert it here, and I will say it's got a sort of return to goofy kids playing in the background. Um, I really... If I ever saw this commercial as a kid, I would have begged my parents to buy the B-Wing. Do you know why, Steve? (laughs) The rotating cockpit? (laughs) No. There's a point where it goes in in between these trees and the wings go smaller so it goes through the trees. Yes, Probably... No, definitely when I was a kid, my favorite moment in movie history, even above the point where Luke kills the Rancor, which I loved, <laughs> was the scene in Octopussy, where Roger Moore flies the plane through the hangar, and then he has to fly it vertical right. so it, so it's able to go through. I don't know why, but I thought that was, and I would do that with all of my toys all the time. And here's this kid playing with the B-Wing, showing that the B-Wing really is an amazing toy. She really does have a lot of great uh, playability. Yes. And he uses it to go through these two narrow trees. <laughs> uh, and it's, yeah, it, it really looks like a very fun. The galaxy explodes.
1: The Rebels return. You can relive it all with Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. The police diving in a hyperdrive. Not a movie. New B-Wing fighters and B-Wing pilot action figures, each sold separately. Batteries not included. Asteroid. New B-Wing fighter and B-Wing pilot action figures each sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi collection.
0: Sky here in the editing bay. I just lost two and a half hours of work, but I don't care. I'm now going to play for you something I just discovered for the first time since 1983. In the middle of that commercial you just heard, there was a swear word, the S-word, S-H-I-T, double hockey sticks, right here. Get ready to listen very carefully to the swear in the vintage Kenner commercial. Is that it for interesting things to the b Wing pilot, Steve? What, what, what
1: more do well, you got? Well, I don't know. Did did you write a poem? <laughs> ah,
0: yes, I did. Oh boy, it's uh, it's 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 pretty it's pretty. All right. sky-ish. well, I'm already I'm already
1: oh, like oh. envisioning uh, a bidding war with Big Kev uh,
0: <laughs> for the art. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how close I was to putting the words "fuck Big Kev" in, in this sky skycoup? <laughs> I I I really thought about it because I thought that's the only way I can get him from
1: buying it, but then I thought maybe. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, I gotta get get you back in your, your your Okay.
0: Okay. The red and the black. An optimist in the void. Stars, time, eyes, voice, ears.
1: <laughs> wow. That is very skyish. I like the the, yes. the optimist in the void. That that sums me up pretty much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you think about all those stars, right? Like you think about the card the card back art. We might as well start sure, talking about sure. that at yeah. some point. So you know the the, the my main problem with the, with the B wing pilot and A wing pilot just yeah. in general and the ATST mm-hmm. driver. I I don't like and the ATAT driver uh, the no you know, commander. commander yeah yeah yeah. Um, I I just don't like it when the action figure doesn't show the actor mm-hmm. or the character. I
1: I like it I, you know, when they just show a ship. I don't think it's yeah. that interesting. So so you um, you're, you're but, wanting something more like the, the cloud car pilot, where it's this zoomed up <laughs> little little picture of the model in the cockpit.
0: <laughs> yeah, something like that, or or you know, um, I think the AT-AT driver yeah, works pretty that, well. You know i think
1: the tie fighter well
0: pilot, oh no wait the tie fighter pilots that's, bad that's too. also no. with the tie like, fighters
1: yeah but the, yeah. the the adat yeah. driver is the maybe the one driver pilot character that really has his nice you know headshot on there but he's probably the most interesting out of all of them so i i get that but um yeah
0: but 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 i was i was looking at at the at the card back art and i was just thinking about just the sort of uh, emptiness that that the b-wing yes. is in i mean it, it really is just flying in space there's no station nearby there's no battle it's not shooting he's just, he's just lost out there yeah out there <laughs> so so that's that's how I, I see him as a an optimist in the. Void. at this point in the podcast steve and i will be discussing the b-wing pilot photo art
1: you know when you look at the art on the card back it doesn't it maybe doesn't do that much but the the thing that I think you can really appreciate it about it is that all those stars are just hand, hand done little, little dots on the image. Um, which I don't know. I, I, that was one of those big things that I think that's what tipped me over the edge, um, was getting that, that piece. And that was from, from Tom Nyhaisel's list back in the the very, very last stages that that existed. And I was really, really, you know, hesitant to, to do it. And I, I, can't say oh man. I'm glad that I did, I'll say that. So that um, that was
0: what, two thousand four, something like that?
1: That was probably two thousand five or two thousand six, maybe. Okay. Um yeah. yeah. I think they used this image of that model in a lot of different images, but so they hand cut out the little ship, got it on the, the background which is just black airbrushing, and then they with i I'm assuming just a little pointed brush just did all the little dots for the stars. Um so it doesn't look all that, it, it's a lot nicer to look at uh, in person. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, like I said, the figure was where it was, what it was all about for me. But I think that was a really kind of formative collector moment because I really just appreciated the object for what it is.
0: There was the Sky Coup and there was your yes. description of uh, of the B-Wing pilot card art. Um, and it's, it's another nice thing too is that, it's nice when people get good deals on things, and that's just where they're going to be, you know like that's what's nice about you getting a good deal on that and getting it when it was at a good price is that like yeah, yeah, all right, that works you know you're not you're not out there like trying to make a buck, you're not out there exploiting anything it's just like this means a lot to me, and so i'll I'll get it and we also, in case you didn't listen to episode number one again um. <laughs> It is worth reminding everybody, Steve, uh, of 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 what it is that drew you to the B wing pilot in the first place.
1: Well, I guess it's because he was my Luke pilot figure. I that he was basically that's what I saw him as. Um, now, so did I, you I actually
0: think he was Luke, or did you just say he'll stand in for Luke? I,
1: I'm pretty sure I just thought he was because, like, I, I'm. I'm guessing that when I got the figure, uh, I, I, we actually got a couple of them. I, I've told this story before, too, but um, my mom basically cleared out our local KB Toys in Santa Barbara. And, of course, there were a bunch of B-Wing pilots <laughs> <laughs> there, you know, just just rotting away. Um, so I, I had a few of them, but I, I think I never looked at the card backs aside from maybe that first couple days. And then I'm pretty sure my mom probably just got rid of them. Um, so I didn't associate him. I just figured, oh, this, this kind of looks like, like Luke in a pilot outfit. I, I think that must be what it is. And so that's just what it was for for me growing up. I didn't, or, you know, if I, I had the other one, I put the other one in the back of the snow speeder and he would be Dak or whatever, you know, I just, he, he was my all around pilot, but then generally it was Luke. He was just my Luke pilot figure. It doesn't really matter that it wasn't yeah. Luke.
0: Right, and and it does, and it doesn't really look that different. It just kind of there it is, and and that's who you are. I know you've told that yeah. story a ton of times, Steve, but but still, I mean, yeah, that's that's the famous origin story of uh, <laughs> of, of the of the B wing.
1: Well, what's funny too, years later, I guess, a few years ago, um, someone had pointed me to this this weird German, I think it was from Parker, this comic book ad that that features. A B-wing pilot or multiple B-wing pilots painted up as X-wing pilots flying X-wings. So it's it's basically what I did. You know that was that was his use. Wait, so to see it, the, I you that something this, right? that you sent me? Yes, the the uh, this must it's in a series of German ads, but oh this my one. my
0: God, that is what's happening.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, and it, it's I love the uh, description. This must be what an X-wing sounds like when it's flying through space. That... <laughs> yes but (laughs) but yeah it's uh it's funny that they use the b-wing pilots for for advertising the x-wing and then there's actually a b-wing advertised in the ad as well so it's (laughs) i I don't know i I always loved this um this image and i oh my god if one of those kind of hand-painted pilots somehow turned up i don't know what i would do i i (laughs) i'd lose my mind um,
0: well, you'd probably win it, and then I would spend the next twenty minutes saying, why well, right, it's probably fake." So.
1: <laughs> yeah. And related to that, I think um, there is, and this is probably my, you know, my Grail carded figure. There is a Tri Logo uh, Luke X Wing card with a B Wing pilot attached to it, and I just that that is it. That's him for me. Um, right. Wait, that's I, not I, from
0: your collection. I saw you send a no, picture. of that.
1: No, 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 no. I, 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 know of one that was out there. There might be another one or two. Um, but yeah. Well, no, if that... it's from
0: England, Steve. I can get you <laughs> one by. The, I can get you one by yeah, tomorrow. Right. You want a tell? I'll get order. you a tow. It's, it's,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's easy. No. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love that, that that purportedly exists. I, I feel like the one example is probably legitimate i don't know about others no but... they,
0: they probably are i mean there were there were plenty of i mean they're not really missed cards right they're just kind of overstock that's the kind yeah, of sense that i, I, I get they're, they're
1: you... loosely associated with with the, the card that they're on yeah because you know why would they always be the same
0: you know like i have one of those the the vader uh chewbacca things and like right. there's, you know it's like 10 of those at least out there that, that yeah. survive yeah wow so you've never even seen one for sale you just know they exist
1: no, yeah, I knew of one that existed, um, and I, I'm not even sure if if the collector who had it is still active anymore. See, so yeah, I'm also really bad at, at at keeping track of things and tracking things down. Right. But I I remember a long time ago saying, hey, you know, like if you ever if you ever do decide to to part with that, I would give it a very very happy home, and and then I never heard anything, so I just kind of left it. But <laughs> yeah, I I I'm I'm hoping that that he still has it, um, but yeah anyway i i love that it exists
0: well steve this is your homework okay you, you gotta make 2021 a continuation of the year of steve you gotta contact him again you know? yeah like you just got you gotta see and say hey you know i talked about this figure i realized i haven't asked you this 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 uh decade so <laughs> or the previous decade <laughs> right
1: yeah okay that that's a that's a reasonable assignment i think tis a nugget From the archive,
0: tis a nugget. Oh my God, they're
1: gorgeous! From the
0: archive.
1: Oh my God, they're gorgeous. What
0: is the nugget, Steve?
1: So I thought we we hadn't talked about wood patterns in a while, and there's a great write-up on the archive (sighs) from from Todd Chamberlain. Listen, Uh, I like
0: I like Todd. (laughs) And I like Star Wars collecting, okay? But this is my problem. I don't understand wood patterns at all. Do you know how many conversations Ron has had with me where he shows me his wood pattern thing and he explains it to me and I nod my head and I even like ask a follow-up question where I make it seem like I know what he's talking about and I just kind of nod my head. Steve, the toys are made out of plastic. What the hell does it mean, a pattern? A pattern is a repeated thing. Wood patterns are just little hunks of wood sculptures. Why is it called a pattern? Why is it out of wood? What the hell is it, Steve.
1: I don't think I'll be able to answer all of your questions, okay. <laughs> but, so I'm but just, just going to get that out there right now. I'm just now. so
0: sick of just hearing people talk about it and, and nodding my head like I understand yeah. what the I, hell they're talking the way,
1: about. The, the only way that helps me kind of wrap my head around it is I just think of wood patterns being associated with anything mechanical in, in the toys, any anything super mechanical – Industrial. Then why the is it
0: called wood pattern, Steve? It'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're getting hung call... up on,
1: on, the, on the words. And it's you made were. out of wood. I guess the pat- maybe the word pattern is, is throwing you off. I don't know.
0: would be like but... if you told me, like, desert tanks, like a tank that worked in the desert, and what you right. called it was a moist sponge. And you'd be like, <laughs> well, it's a desert tank, right? Yeah, but we just called it a moist sponge because that's how it is. <sighs> oh. All right. So, All right. what we, is a wood pattern, Stephen? This is turning into a into a vintage oh. vocab.
1: Yeah, semi vocab, semi nugget. Um, basically, I'll try just a very, very high level explanation. Is that for things like the ships, for things like you know R 2s leg, um, a lot of those parts for the toys were uh, let's not say patterned out of wood, but let's just say they were created and machined from from pieces of wood and, and with the the B wing or at least the surviving portion of it, it's just part of the one of the wings. Um it was made out of cherry wood. Um and then what they would do is add on detail with uh what is it? Bond like Bondo putty. So a lot of the little the little details are, are not actually made out of wood at all. But they you know, beyond that, I think it was just a matter of the tools that were used and just the way it translated into these mechanical shapes that that made sense. Um, I don't know what 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 beyond that I could really say that would help help you.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> but, maybe I should just straight up read from Christopher Gillius's article. That, in
1: that's probably the the art, best. Yeah, art. there's a link uh, to that
0: in here. There's yeah. a link to that. This is one of the great uh, marble background pages on the Star Wars yes. Archive. This is part yes. of the reason why. When we talk about why we're proud of this show representing that website, that's why. Because of, of articles like this laid the foundation for anybody knowing what the hell is going on. Even though I have read this article three or four times and I still don't know. That's not <laughs> Christo Agulius' fault. Okay, pattern. I'm not going to try to read it in a Christo Agulius. Okay. For some reason, whenever I do an imitation of Christo Agulius, it turns into a Ron imitation. that turns into a John Alvarez imitation. Like all just- of yeah. It's just all the voices
1: who, start to come together. It's just yeah. people who
0: say man a lot. But not you. <laughs> not you me. say man you say oh man, but it's very different. Okay, pattern. Whereas sculptings were used to capture the essence of organic objects, patterns were used to create toys of weapons, ships, or other mechanical things. Most patterns are wooden forms that are meticulously crafted to represent the final shape. All vehicles were patterned. All figure weapons were patterned. Most playsets, like the Death Star, Cantina, Droid Factory, and other non-organic playsets were patterned. For comparison's sake, like Dagobah Atlanta Land of Jawas were sculpted. Patterning requires meticulous attention to detail in cases such as the Millennium Falcon or the Sandcrawler. Every small detail and protrusion seen in those vehicles was added by hand. Once the basic shape was established, the pattern makers would begin the tedious process of adding the minute details. Bigger details would be made of wood and glued onto the main form. Very small details could be made of bondo and attached to the wooden form. To give an idea of the scope of the project such as this, it took Canada pattern makers uh, weeks of solid work to add all the small details on a ship such as the Millennium Falcon. Oftentimes, patterns were created at a larger scale than the actual toy would be produced in. The large scale makes it easier for the pattern makers to do the detailing. Once the pattern is complete and epoxy mold is made from it, then uh, from this mold, a urethane copy is produced. The final copy is the Tooling Master. It will serve as the pattern used for cutting... Whoa, whoa, whoa. This final (laughs) copy, called the Tooling Master, and it will serve as the pattern used for cutting the steel mold to produce the toy. So it's kind of like a hard copy
1: i think yeah in a way uh, that's a good uh, probably still, a good comparison
0: and it's your thing. okay the shape of the tooling master can be directly conveyed to a milling machine by a pantograph which also allows the scale to be altered as the steel is cut so a pantograph is one of those weird like pen things that follows along the shape and then you can recreate it in a different
1: translates sense. yeah right okay yeah so i think
0: my problem <laughs> has always been the word pattern so that's this, that's yeah this is a weird another side here my brother amos friend of the show artist and stuff he uses the word pattern all the time but oh. for no discernible reason like okay <laughs> if you ask him like he doesn't ask you what are you doing today he'll say like what's the pattern and like and he'll like he'll just constantly ask me questions and use the term pattern to refer to anything so
1: <laughs> maybe that's factoring into this just a little bit <laughs> maybe some of it is
0: they like, oh, i'm not yeah. sure uh, you know what the pattern is uh, on these hot dogs what um, okay so it's not it shouldn't be called a wood pattern it's just be called a wood sculpt why don't we call it a wood
1: sculpt yeah see it's, i think that's the that's the hang-up it's it's a you know paralleling the word sculpting and sculpt with pattern and patterning you have to you have to separate the the organic and the mechanical that's the only way i i can i can look at
0: it <laughs> yeah but but then you have bill lemon sculpting <laughs> right. mechanical figures yeah some yeah that's true it's so. true where's your God now, Christopher? Troglius, right? <laughs> I mean, how, how, right? How are we supposed to, you know, there's, okay. All right. So, yeah. so there, Although, you're trying to tell me there exists a wood pattern for the B wing.
1: Yeah. So it's not, uh, it's not the complete ship. It's just part, part of it. It's just one, I think, I can't remember if it's the top or the bottom wing. It's one of the, the halves of the ship. And, um, it's I think I think maybe another surviving piece may may be out there with Gus. I feel like he might have uh, the other half of it, but um, yeah. So it's I like more most of all. I I love the the picture and the title of this of this archive entry. Um, <laughs> not many archive entries have subtitles. This one is Bee Wing Fighter Wood Pattern Prototype from the heavens. A sail blessed by Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the. The uh the very first image it's a it's a nice uh, classic picture of, of Todd, uh, with his NASA T shirt and uh, and flannel with with the original, uh designer of of the the pattern and then there's there's the the portrait of Jesus kind of overlooking overlooking them in the background, <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh I've been lucky to see this you know in Todd's collection it's it's really cool to see it it like 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 we were saying not many of these i think it's a really destructive process and therefore not many of these actual things survive so the fact that the one are like, part but, but of it for the because
0: bondo is is not that successful of a isn't that well attached right like that right. breaks off right there's not easily. a lot of
1: yeah i wouldn't say permanence is something you'd, you'd attribute to the way <laughs> these were made so um for that i think it's it's neat that it that it does survive um, so yeah, that's that's a long way around a nugget and a, a vocab, but um, it's mainly yeah. I just wanted to to show some appreciation for the the title of the archive entry.
0: Well, Steve, um, if there's a nugget, there
1: must always be a unloved.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, so I I kind of I uh, kind of cheated with this, and I I used unloved and the unnatural to to get another oh, <laughs> another cool. item in All there. Right. Um, so the unloved I'm sure we've talked about this crazy thing before but it is the the bootleg weird knockoff toy the futuristic power silver striker (laughs) silver striker wow yeah so this weird kind of multi-purpose vehicle um, I I came across it I think it was maybe I don't know five or six years ago Um, it was on eBay from Italy and uh it, the artwork on this this toy box has all sorts of crazy things going on um namely <laughs> well there's there's multiple toy lines right so there's uh what's his name clawful from masters of the universe he's kind of like the the muscle i guess he's i don't know if he's driving or if he's just up there yelling um he's at the top of this weird tank thing and then yeah, it's, it's like a,
0: it's like a tank with guns on but like not a single gun in the middle like guns on the no side. yeah and we have and we don't say masters of the universe he's clawful from he-man
1: okay we're not gonna, He-Man. he-man we're Sorry. not gonna
0: like play to their games okay like, <laughs> okay that's a he-man yeah I, I
1: don't know i don't know all the, the semantics with that it's not my my uh yeah so i'm glad you're you're yeah <laughs> making the
0: I, i'm the... striking out against he-man collectors because it's he-man just <laughs> it's not masters <laughs> the universe it's he-man okay
1: can it be he-man and the masters of the universe is that the official title <laughs> i don't know uh, I, i'm not gonna Nah, we don't need to worry about yeah. that anyway it's it's clawful uh, up top and then on the back there's uh an imperial snowtrooper that has some nice gold plating he must be the back gunner and then in the front uh in this little pod is a b-wing pilot with uh, a gordy type visor over his face <laughs> Right. so I'm not sure. I, I'm assuming, I'm just going to say he's driving the thing. I I don't oh, know. Definitely. If, yeah. He's, he's the pilot. So yeah, he's
0: he, the pilot. And he's like the nerd that everyone <laughs> else is pushing around.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's another just completely bizarre, um, you know, reappearance of this figure that I guess it, it speaks to his kind of utility. He, he can, he can, you can plug him in just about anywhere and it works. Um, so I, I don't know I I got this I, I think I paid maybe fifty or sixty bucks for it uh, it cost more to ship I think than to actually to buy the thing and I I didn't think it would actually show up but it did and I think there, there's a picture you always use for the show yeah it's you and I holding this this weird thing yeah um, we,
0: well um, uh, the kids and I came out to visit you in California I think yes. in 2014 might might have been right after. <laughs> It probably was, yeah. It might have been right around the time that you got it,
1: actually. I think so. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and we were just, yeah, I'm holding on to it. And I think Digby's there. Digby's um, in there, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I I think it also makes sense to me that, thinking about this now, um, I'm pretty sure these were sold at KB and other types of, like, kind of bargain toy stores. Uh, I think I had posted this on Rebel Scum back when I got it, and I think someone had posted something along the lines of oh yeah i remember seeing a whole stack of these on that on the junk table junk table at kb i'm like yeah that makes sense they probably had the bin of viewing pilots right next to it uh but yeah it's it's a bizarre knockoff um and i don't know i I, the fact that there's two vintage star wars figures in there it's pretty cool to me and they they advertise that it's star wars compatible along with you know gi joe or whatever else but okay
0: uh, wow steve This is super cool. We should talk about it on the next Kivecast. Post reply. Okay. So I just posted for the first time in Rebel Scum in probably three years. So there we go. Oh, man.
1: It's going to bring it right back at the top. That's that's what
0: I'm saying. Now people are going to be like, hey, what's this thing? It's going to come back. So so, there you go. We're bringing it back, baby.
1: Yeah, because you know, I also
0: a lot of people are breaking off of of Facebook and going on to whatever weird alt right Facebook and <laughs> and people on Facebook they're too mad about this and that. If we all just went back to Rebel Scum, we wouldn't have to worry about politics. We could just talk about Star Wars toys.
1: It's just yeah, I don't know who's who's still living in the castle, but let's just let's just storm it and, and take back over. Yeah, <laughs> it might be empty. I don't know. All right, so that, that's right.
0: your unloved item, Steve. I. It is. That's sort of more of a, just a weird item. Really it is. I, it. Okay.
1: Yeah, that, I, maybe that should have been the unnatural. But I, I, one other quick note, I think Ron posted in that thread that he uh, he describes this guy as the B-Wing pilot's cooler older brother, which...
0: <laughs> you see, I, I disagree. I Once again, I disagree with Ron. First, I disagree <laughs> that the term pattern is the correct term for the thing. Yeah. I, I don't care what the right term is. It's not correct. Um, but... I don't think he is. I think he just is the beaming pilot. Like I think the beaming pilot is just like a guy who's like, oh, okay, I guess I gotta drive Clawful around now, <laughs> like Clawful, and I sort of imagine like Clawful getting picked off and snipered at some point, and then the beaming pilot yeah. has to has to has to save the day.
1: Yeah, no, I, I that makes
0: sense. Um... Okay, but but now I have I have accidentally clicked on your on on your uh, unnatural item, and this is something else, Steve. Tell me about this.
1: All right, well, this goes back to an earlier discovery that I, I'm, I know we talked about on an episode in the past. Um, a couple years ago, I guess it was just last year, this display for Underoos popped up on, on the Return of the Jedi Facebook group. And the key thing about this display is that it has the B-Wing image from the B-Wing pilot card back art as the main thing, blasting a, you know, an explosion that says, New! underoos <laughs> underwear that's fun to wear i'm like huh why would a b-wing just be randomly appearing on an underoos display i i love this this thing it's it's absolutely amazing so i backtracked and i i, I figured all right there must be a b-wing on some underoos somewhere <laughs> and there is uh there's the luke skywalker underoos from return of the jedi uh i i absolutely need these um <laughs> you don't have this Steve? I, I don't, no um, I, I, gotta, I gotta find this um, there's so many things that make no sense about this, this image that was printed on these Underoos so it's, it's Jedi Luke his expression well, how, would you, how would you describe this, this look on, on Luke's face? Uh, it's a cross
0: between Garth and John McCain <laughs> I, I hate to say it Steve but I have nailed it entirely he's That's making it. a McCain face and a Garth face yes i've yes. never seen this expression on luke it is luke in absolute jedi gear right it's a very like moving picture of him he's got an interesting expression never seen this image before super no. looks like it's painted on the side of a van skywalker like it's all <laughs> reflective and metallic
1: yes I, and then yes. there's a random b-wing flying around him and then darth vader's tie fighter two things that really have absolutely nothing to do with Luke in Return of the Jedi. But it's a B-wing
0: shooting Darth Vader's. Yes,
1: Darth
0: Vader. yes. And that's yeah. the kind of thing, isn't it? B- is the B-wing supposed to be a bomber or not? The Y-wings are the bombers. The B-wings are not. I,
1: I think I don't think so. The way that the, like, the storyboards depict it, and I think they ended up going with this. Whenever they they brought it back in the cartoons, they kind of shoot like a a single like laser, like concentrated laser beam thing, not like a. I don't know what you want to call that, but they're not. I don't think they're bombers. I think they're they're meant to to destroy things pretty pretty easily, but not with bombs. <laughs> so whatever's going on here, I I don't know. It, it's bizarre, but yeah, I, I absolutely love it.
0: Yep, never seen this expression on Luke. Never seen anything other than an X-wing chasing a Tie fighter. Never <laughs> seen Darth Vader's Tie fighter being chased. It's yeah. just so many things, all with underoos as well. Yes,
1: and it's on underoos. That that's what makes it. Uh, I don't know. That that takes it. Well, you know, beyond. When I had
0: the Chewbacca underoos. You know, and, and I told the story a few times, but it was a, a birthday gift for my ex-wife. Well, at the time she was my wife, and uh, I made her get them for me. AFA, I'm like, I I just want there to be evidence that I've never opened them and never wore
1: them. <laughs> right, that's right. I remember.
0: Although although for the next archive party we are going to have a an undero fashion uh you know like just strip off kind of thing
1: okay right yeah it'll go it'll go great um but uh yeah i think uh that was oh i was gonna say i think you you do see b-wings and tie interceptors a lot kind of in the same pairing that you would see the old x-wing and and darth vader's tie so there's there's images of that that they used on things but never the mix of the two so that that's what's really strange about this
0: yeah, and it does sort of indicate this this weird need for B-wing representation <laughs> by the underoos. That's that's funny.
1: Yeah, it's bizarre.
0: You did talk about a market watch, but, but Steve, <laughs> I, I I have one prepared for you. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's see. First of all, there was there was a B-wing pilot that that I mocked on the mock group because I I couldn't <laughs> help myself. Someone, like, posted this B-Wing pilot for, what, was it $800? $795 or best offer. Or best yeah. offer. And it was yeah. just a Return of the Jedi B-Wing pilot. And and it was, you know, it had a clear bubble, but, like, that was about it. And he just got so indignant that anybody would say anything bad about about this figure. He was just saying that it's just the most pristine thing. Like, he was just falling over himself describing how beautiful it was. Okay, Steve. So. One dollar flicks. Market Watch. First question. What, uh, let's say... A, a Just a standard 79. Wait, was it introduced on the 79 or 77, Steve? Se-
1: 77. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, then, in that case, well, let's see. Do we have any 77s on here? Okay, yes. Let's go <laughs> right. here with a standard, good condition, slightly yellow bubble, uh, 77 back figure. Uh, let's see. With an Alexander's sticker. I don't know what Alexander's, <laughs> Alexander's. is. Uh, okay. It's unpunched. It's definitely in, you know, it's in good condition, although the bubble is a little bit yellow. What's your guess? Mm-hmm. If you are within $10, you get uh, Dig Bucks, which are like st- dollars for Steve. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, let's see. Why don't we go with $50?
0: Steve, $134.99. What? that's right wow yes yeah that's i mean because it used to be that b-wing pilots you could just basically always get for 30 bucks right
1: that that was kind of a yeah the standard rate i imagine you bucks. could but this is unpunched
0: it's in it's in it's in pretty good condition so yeah okay, okay. a so the
1: debut card
0: that's, yes that's okay okay now an afa 85 Ooh. b-wing pilot loose oh god
1: uh I, I have no idea why don't we say let's go with
0: $88 steve you're not getting any dig bucks $125 no. jeez yes
1: <laughs> i don't know man maybe the 795 godlike creature that, that was, yeah, yeah. was for sale is not as unreasonable as we might think <laughs> yeah
0: uh, maybe it wasn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Now let's let's go for something a little bit different here. All right. Uh, let's go for a complete B wing pilot with the box, so opened, you know, not sealed, but complete.
1: Okay. So this is the the Kenner, just the regular yes. standard one. Um. I don't know. Why don't we go one hundred and ninety five? Close,
0: $205. Okay. Steve gets a Dig Bucks. I,
1: I, get, I get something. You right. get a Dig Buck. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. All right. Now, I think, I think we'll just do one last one, Steve, because I think this is something that you don't have. Okay. And I'm very curious about it because I think it's something you would want. Okay. <laughs> a KB Toy Store Vintage 2-Pack with IG-88 and the B-Wing Pilot.
1: I do not have any two packs with the B-Wing pilot that's are, are that's they, pretty Are cool. they are they rare or I don't know. I I I'm not sure. I, f- I feel like well, you, maybe you I really don't know, you don't Steve. see them that often. I I I don't I don't think I've seen that many with the B-Wing pilot. So I I would guess probably on the rare side. Okay. Um so this this is one that sold uh, uh it's in, it's with IDD. Yes, yeah, it's
0: in pretty good con- whatever. It's it's a two pack. <laughs> it's actually not good condition. The bubbles right. all Messed up, and there's a crease, and it cost one dollar ninety nine cents when it was first sold for the two pack.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a steal. Um, why don't we say oh, two hundred and twenty five?
0: Oh my sweet summer child,
1: <laughs> one thousand one hundred
0: and thirty six dollars.
1: Okay, that's. All right, I'm going to go and uh, check and see if that $795 (laughs) figure is available. It's it's still
0: available. That's a steal. Okay.
1: (laughs) Wow. Dang, that's that's the crazy two-pack angle that I I guess I've never – I don't know. I've never completely followed – or understood um so I, yeah maybe i guess I was right maybe they are they are tough to find well that that makes
0: me happy because i always felt like i overpaid for my two packs because everybody told me i overpaid for the two packs but, yeah um but now i'm realizing i didn't you know like i got that the han and and chewy you know the han trench coat and chewy and i paid like 500 for it and it was like out, outrageous and scandalous i i think that's even more desirable than uh than ig88 and
1: and uh <laughs> and the, the B wing pilot. Oh, Steve,
0: could you imagine if it was Chewie and the B wing pilot?
1: Oh, that I don't know. We would have to just I don't know have joint custody.
0: Oh, totally. No, no we had joint custody. <laughs> we we we'd be like the Lemcools. Um, <laughs> I mean, exactly like the Lemcools. We'd have to like move yeah. to the same town. Um right. You know, we would have to like just basically share. No, but no, I th- I think what we do is we just we just every year we just send it to each other and just be like, this is your year to own it. <laughs>
1: oh man that that would be that would be something yeah oh wow well hey i guess i didn't do completely horribly no you got (laughs) mostly horribly you got one basically (laughs) i got one (laughs) uh yeah i thought i would fare worse so
0: (laughs) so so looking at this this does seem like there's there's more things to discuss steve what is there anything else you want to discuss do you want to do you have to go put uh eleanor to bed how you doing
1: um I've still got I've still got some time. Um I think may I think we've hit all the main the main segments, but I I thought I don't I don't know. I don't need to go through my whole collection and all that. I don't I don't think that's that's all that that exciting, but maybe just a handful of the more interesting things. Um you'd mentioned the thing about the headset, which made me think about the coin and uh I, this is probably if I had to pick one favorite item in in the collection, it would definitely be the original art for the Power of the Force coin. Um, really,
0: even more than the the photo art.
1: I I think so because it, the I don't know I, it, because it's more like you were saying it represents the the character and not the ship right. and the the expression on it is so completely different than what was made. I think that's another thing that that I like a lot about it. Um, it's I don't know it. So so to get. To get to the headset part of it, so the original drawing features this goofy-looking guy in <laughs> in the B-wing pilot outfit, and um, it doesn't have any headset or anything. It just has the little uh, the little chin strap that's on the figure. Right. And so I had I've had I'd had this for a couple years, and um, and then a, a few years wait, ago wait, there wait, was wait, that.
0: So, so you've had the the original art for. So this is like the the
1: hand drawn pencils, is that right? Yeah, so it's done in pencil on on vellum, and then that is glued to, basically an outline of of the coin shape with the text that's done in a more mechanical printing style, you know, style that's hand applied. But the the artwork has the the pilot and then the ship on the left. Right. Um, and I think um, it, that was two thousand thirteen because I I I knew it existed. Uh, I didn't know who had it, and then we went to go visit uh, Seattle, and then I walk in, and then of course there it is, <laughs> sitting in in, uh, in Gus's collection room, and I I was just I couldn't believe that it it was there, and of course you know never thinking that <laughs> there was any chance uh, of ever having it, Brock figured out a way <laughs> to, to help me get it by the end of the weekend, which I I, I don't know. That's it's the it's one of my favorite collecting memories and just the, just the insanity of it all because it it made the, the weekend all all of a sudden extremely nerve wracking and and stressful and but also really fun and exciting and it, that's kind of like it's basically like when you go to celebration or any any of these things that's that's kind of the vibe it's it's also it's really tense and exciting and and then also you're trying to relax so it's, right. It's a bit of both. Well, I, but, I remember um, how
0: freaked out you were. You were—I mean—you were really on edge, and you were talking about getting it, and were you going to get it? And yeah,
1: yeah, it—it's it, that was kind of the last big, the last big thing, and I, I kind of knew then, like that—that's probably it. For me. <laughs> like I think, I think I'm done. Um, but anyway, so the the original design doesn't have uh, a headset, and so a couple years later. Uh, there was a find of some coin related paperwork that I think it was Tom Derby that, that sold most of it. And one of the sheets that was in there was for the B-Wing pilot. So it has a, a photocopy of this artwork and then it has a, a sign off sheet with comments and approval signatures and things like that. And one of the uh, the notes, uh, let me just pull it up here. It says um, change strap work on eyes and uh, what someone had done was, in pen, I think it was pen, they just hand scribbled in a little headset to to his mouth over the over the the copy. So that does show up in the final coin design. He has his little mouthpiece there, and so, Wait, I, so I kind on, of thought
0: on this copy there is like literally just someone drawing with pen on it.
1: Yes, yeah. So if, if you look at it, you'll see he's got just a little scribbled in headset or mouthpiece by his chin strap.
0: This reminds me of when of when uh, of when Trump tried to show where the hurricane was going to go, yeah. and, and he drew on with the sharpie. Like, you yes. see, we initially thought it was going to go this way, right? And then in That's... the final coin, yeah, we should get Yehuda on here sometime to explain how it goes from <laughs> these drawings to the final coin because I don't quite understand, right? Because it's not an exact copy. Are these just like reference photos? Or... I
1: think I think they were basically a reference for whoever was sculpting the the coin. So the the face is much different. He looks a little older, a little gruffer, more gruff, you know, grumpier, um, a little more battle hardened maybe, I don't know. But he does have the little there's a little mouthpiece attached to it that like like the note said, which I always thought was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, actually looking at the coin, it really looks a lot more like like a pilot, right? Like you have yeah. this the, the flight suit is, it doesn't look like the, the toy where it looks like he's just wearing a polo shirt this time. Like you can, <laughs> you see that he has the, the strap, the, the chin strap is undone and he has yeah. the thing and he looks kind of like a cool old man, like sort of like a Chuck Yeager like, sort of character.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks more like a, like a world war two pilot, um, which I, I'm guessing that's probably what they were really going for, but it just didn't quite, just didn't quite work. Um, but yeah, it, it, he's he's got more of an actual pilot vibe than the, I guess the the original art. It almost looks more like like a high school wrestler to me. <laughs> you know, he's got the, the, the original art
0: just looks like you. That's why it's always so weird. It just looks so much like you. It is unsettling <laughs> to the point where I'm like, is this some kind of like hoax? Because it just looks like you. But I I, I think uh, I think it's the it's what's called the Captain America corollary, where anything with yeah. a chin strap looks stupid. <laughs> um, so i i think that's what this is that just the the b-wing pilot without the chin strap looks like a pretty cool dude but then yeah. you put that chin strap on it's
1: just like dark <laughs> yeah it, it, it's a he's a different guy um <laughs> yeah maybe the, the the original is you know when the war started and then the, the final one is after the war is over <laughs> um,
0: so yeah so if you could imagine if the cardback art was this really cool image of this World War II looking fighter with his chin strap off and his headset on, yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be a much more popular. Because you're totally right. the The coin itself makes him look like he is actually a World War II fighter. Um, yeah. Whereas yeah. the this actual toy, he just looks sort of like a Battlestar Galactica nerd, you know. <laughs> yeah. Chain yeah. strap work on eyes. Yeah, That's what it says
1: yeah, I, I don't know when it, there's a mention of sea tissue there must have been some other other piece of this that's that's lost, but um, I don't know if that meant if they're referring to just the art because it's kind of on a, a tissue like paper. I, I don't know what what that one means, but it was approved with changes, so I think there's a lot of them that were you know probably rejected altogether or re- reworked, but this one it just had some some minor aesthetic things that they wanted to to tweak. Wow, and then we, as
0: we like to do, we like to actually quote the uh, quote the coin. Um, <laughs> right. Even the copy on the back here is just desperately boring. Courageous <laughs> rebel flyer, who pilot <laughs> reminds me of that line from Solo. I'm a flyer. I'm a driver. Yeah, <laughs> that that's up there for favorite bad lines in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> I'm a driver. I'm a flyer. I'm a dryer. <laughs> I'm a supplier. <laughs> I'm a skater. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I'm a baller. Courageous rebel flyer who piloted the spectacular B-wing fighter during the final rebel assault of the Empire's last Death Star. <laughs> Just like spectacular B-wing yeah. fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Although it is interesting making reference to the Empire's last Death Star.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Little did I, they I... know a little
0: thing called the Star
1: Killer Base. <laughs> yeah the last you know for now yeah (laughs) the most recent death star uh yeah it's uh i don't know yeah somehow the the word spectacular doesn't really it just doesn't really do its job (laughs) no (laughs) but yeah um so yeah that's a a fun little design change thing to note um yeah i don't know in terms of other things i there's a lot of goofy stuff that I think it's always made me happy to think about with my connection to the figure or the character. Um, I feel like, you know, I've got a couple of great birthday cards with, with hand done art. One of them, I think I sent you two of them. One of them was uh, from, from Brock's son uh, from a couple of years back, and it pretty much perfectly captures the, the B Wing pilot. <laughs> yep,
0: that's, that's uh, definitely a good one.
1: And then uh, this year, Tessa made one, um, <laughs> which also, it, it, it there's a, there's something, it, it just, yeah, it makes sense. Um, it also really reminded me of, uh, I think, I didn't have a picture of this handy, but we talked about this, I think, in the virtual Archive Party, where you were hand-drawing a bunch of characters on, on the Archive Party sponsor folders. Yes, yeah. And when I saw this, I immediately thought of that. Like, there is something... That translates into pretty much every every drawing of this figure. That's always there. Yeah, it's um, something
0: about his expression. It's yeah, it it's just it's really is a derpy expression. I mean, before the word <laughs> derp existed,
1: he yes. was derpy,
0: and <laughs> and that's why again I go back to that the actual coin sculpt. Just how much I mean the the how much it doesn't look like him because he just doesn't look derpy. He looks like a he looks like a real hero. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's he's a yeah it doesn't does, just doesn't do him, do him justice but um another another kind of funny uh fun memory i think this was at celebration six is one of the orlando celebrations Uh they do those those collector swap meets uh, one night during the convention and you had bought me the hamilton b-wing plate yes <laughs> So, I was so, like, oh man, I don't, it's okay. Like, and then I think you insisted, like, no, you need to own this. Well, because so how many B ring
0: things are there? And yeah. then just those crappy Hamilton plates that were advertised our whole youth, yeah. just like, they're collectible yes. because they're collectible. Do you know how you know they're collectible? It's because we say they're collectible. Right. And And this is just a hideous, awesome. It's
1: the, it's the quintessential Hamilton plate. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, and it has the the model from the photo art as well, which I like that it is the same the same basic the, the basis of it is the same as the the figure card back
0: and, and you're you're making the the basic steve look at me that you normally make the sort of <laughs> oh man look i think this was right before we, we took you to speed dating before you met tessa
1: <laughs> right that's right yeah i didn't make it into the door i think i i finally like made a stand yeah and then of course uh, you
0: also sent a picture of the digby wing pilot um, yeah which i, I mean, think there it is possible now to have a digby wing pilot focus we've made enough you know now that the archive <laughs> party is enough of an institution there are enough there's like three items now at least right
1: so there's this this actually never got made as an item but this is where it started so jared clark did a um like a, a basically this was like i, I think if this is like the where there our, our parody card backs really began yeah. um well, i guess i not this must have been after the manatees it, but uh it's it's basically digby's head pasted on a <laughs> on a probably it's probably one of these polaroids of a b-wing pilot or it might just be some guy at celebration i don't know um <laughs> but uh, it's uh yeah it's it's great it just makes me happy that 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 exists and then and we, you know, we have the sculpture of it we have the yeah. patch i think there patch. might have been a
0: poster at some point made
1: probably yeah i it's it's just it's absurd um just because digby is an absurd dog i and I, <laughs> I, I don't know it, it also just always reminds me of of doing the archive party and and how much that that kind of means to us and to the show and i don't know it's one of those that's one of those items like if we had a a Shrine, it would have the two pack and then it would have you know some of this archive party related stuff in there that may not mean or make any sense to anyone else, but it does to us anyway. Yep, yeah, awesome.
0: Oh, good. There, there's a there's a uh, uh Anakin offer B Wing pilot that sold for $36. So, all right, we're, all right. We're,
1: barometer is 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 not it's not totally out of whack, <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, awesome deal.
0: steve well this has been very tight very good i think just talking about one figure i think this has been a good episode i think it's a it's a good way to do it just kind of be wandering through the b-wing pilot you know we're sort of uh, eventually steve uh, every okay <clears throat> every time i edit the podcast i have to trick my computer into opening the system that i use to edit it
1: that that
0: sounds terrifying yes <laughs> Like, literally every time, because I'm using a version of GarageBand from 2010, because they made one that does not facilitate enhanced podcasting. As far as I know, there's no way to do it this old way anymore. I'm like, I'm an old wood pattern maker, and everything's all digital now. So, like, literally every month, I I never know if GarageBand is going to open again. So... I'm thinking we might at some point uh, transition to a an easier form of podcasting like like yeah. whatever the one is that you do cuz I don't you don't oh. you don't write
1: code every time you
0: release your podcast
1: do you <laughs> No, I I don't, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. It, so, but so, it so doesn't have the the visual quality that that this does. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure, It's
0: Yeah. Well, or maybe Steve, I, yeah. we,
1: we could do like live video, right? <laughs> oh, oh boy. Right. Where's the Rusciano? <laughs> yeah, we could we could do it. <laughs> oh oh man just Uh, just uh, have the images ready
0: and like flash them up i think we could do it steve this could this could be it 2021 (laughs) all right cool all right well i i want to get to bed i want to let you get to bed and you got to get to ellie down to bed so
1: uh i I think uh i think our perfect transition just to to close it out on a on a high note speaking of like 2010 i love that you still use the (laughs) you're just keeping the old system alive to keep the podcast yes it's true but but uh one of the very first kind of fan images was it relates to the next character and i never would have thought about this back then when we were doing this but the next character is is klaatu skiff and there was this whole side story about the b-wing pilot and klaatu skiff guard disguise oh, that's that, right. that jared wrote and 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 did a, a whole story on so I'll, I'll include the the old thread or the old post um in the show notes but it's just this hilarious image of the b Wing pilot, you know, substituted in whatever client <laughs> to skip this on stream. and uh, and Chris Wilkins actually made me a custom figure of this, and it uh, it sits right there alongside the, the rest of the collection. I think I have it because it was from the same celebration. I have it next to the Hamilton plate, so it's like it. I, that's what I love about all of it. It's it. There's a goofy side to it that that means a lot. So. Clatu Skip is next. I don't know how much more boring we can we can get, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try. We're
0: gonna keep trying.
1: We're <laughs> gonna keep trying. <laughs> All right, right. Wampa, Wampa. Adios. This
0: podcast.